the 13th chapter of the book of Genesis and the first verse. If you found that, will you say amen for us this evening? And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and lot with him unto the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. And he went on his journeys from the south even to Bethel unto the place where he, his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord and Lot also, comma, did you catch that? And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents, and the land was not able to bear them. And the land was not able to bear them, that they, may, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be Brethren, is not the whole land before us? Separate, separate thyself, I pray thee from me, if thou wilt make, or if thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zor. And Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan. And Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves, and the one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said unto Abram, After that Lot was separated from him, Lift up thy, now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it, and to thy land or and to thy seed forever. You can be seated. Father, we come to you this evening. Father, we need you more than we needed you this morning. Father, I need you right now, Lord God, to hide me behind the shadow of the cross. I pray, God, you cleanse our mind and empty us of self and fill us with your spirit. I pray tonight, dear God, that you'd preach the word of God 
Help me to say what you want me to and help me not to say that which you'd have me not to say. I pray, dear God, Lord, that you would uh, minister tonight to each and every individual, dear God, that's listening. I pray tonight, dear God, Lord, that you would have your way in all that we do. I pray you'll get glory, save the sinner, reclaim the backslider, encourage the child of God, and help us to continue in the old-time way. We thank you and love you. In Jesus' name, together the church says, Amen. If I can tonight, I'd like to preach around this thought. Uh, and again, we preached this uh, twice before. Uh, and I'd just like to simply say tonight, uh, we just want to be in God's will. So we certainly desire your prayers. Uh, we'd like to look tonight at the Word of God and understand tonight that Lot and you and I may have a lot in common. Let, what do you mean by that tonight, preacher? Well, I want you to know tonight that sometimes we make a mess out of our life. Sometimes we make mistakes and we don't even realize we're making mistakes when we make them. If I can tonight for a little bit of time, we'd like to preach around this thought tonight. If you want to write it down, I believe it'll help you in the days to come. Can you make it without your Abraham? Can you make it without your Abraham? Well, preacher, what do you mean tonight? I want you to understand this evening that every single child of God has somebody in their life that prayed for them. Now let me explain what I mean by that tonight. There are uh, pillars in my Christian life, in my Christian walk that I look to, that I've made, uh, uh, that I have uh, put in the forefront of my cr uh, Christian life, that when I uh, have been down and out, when I have needed somebody to talk to, that I've been able to talk to, uh, I want you to know tonight that the Christian life is not a life uh, uh, where we are to remain to ourselves, but we need one another. Uh, understand tonight that we are our brother's keeper. We are tonight uh, a support system for one another. Uh, I want you to understand tonight that, look with me in verse number 10 if you will. Uh, I want you to know tonight, uh, honey, that as we ask these questions tonight, uh, can you make the right choices? Well, what do you mean, preacher? Uh, I want you to look in verse number 10. The Bible says, And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zor. Well, preacher, why are you telling us this tonight? I want you to know tonight that every day you and I have to make a fresh decision. Every day we've got to make a new choice. Every day, I want you to know, child of God, every day when you get out of the bed and when you start to live in that day, you've got to make a decision. I'm going to live holy. I'm going to live righteous. I'm going to live the way the Lord wants me to live. And you need to understand tonight, we know the Bible teaches that the way of a transgressor is hard. We know tonight that this Christian life, it's easy if we're in the will of God, but when we get get into a position where we when we get in the way of God uh, things get a little uncomfortable uh, honey whenever that we step out of the will of God and in the way of God uh, uh, we find ourselves there many times uh, because we've made the wrong choice uh, I want you to know that Lot didn't make the right choice uh, 
Well, preacher, how can you say that? Well, listen tonight. I want you to know tonight in verse 10, the Bible said, And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere. I want you to know tonight, not one time in the text tonight that we read, did Lot say, Abram, I think we ought to pray about this thing. Not one time did I hear Brother Lot say, Abram, what do you think that I ought to do? But do you know tonight that Abram, he gave an option unto Brother Lot, and Brother Lot looked, and he was looking right now in the present. He saw that the land was well watered. I want you to know tonight, honey, that he didn't even pray about it. And I want you to know tonight that if we're not careful, honey, we'll go through life not praying about it. We'll go through life looking at how it looks on the outside and making a decision with what we think needs to happen. Can I tell you tonight, the Bible says that there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Can I tell you tonight, I don't know everything. As a matter of fact, I'll be honest with you, I don't know anything. Oh, but thank God tonight, I'm glad tonight that when I get in my tomorrow, my God is already in my tomorrow. I don't have to wait for Him to get there. I don't have to call and make a reservation. Thank God He's an on-time, every-time God. Can I tell you tonight, young man? Can I tell you tonight, young woman? Honey, that we're living in a day and a time. Honey, that the society that we're living in, it's absolutely, ter- uh, it's in turmoil. Can I tell you tonight, if there has ever been a time that we need to pray and seek the face of God, it is now. I want you to know tonight that if you're not careful, you'll find yourself tonight unmarried, out of wedlock, and have three kids. Amen. By three different daddies. Boy, it got real quiet on me, didn't it? I mean, before long, uh, you'll find that you're living on welfare, uh, living in a rented apartment, and the cockroaches are running everywhere. Uh, You'll have one kid on each hip, uh, and you won't even know how you got there. Uh, Well, let me just stop right now and say this. Uh, I believe tonight you better pray uh, before you say. Uh, I believe tonight you better pray uh, before you make a decision. Uh, Honey, because I want you to know that sin uh, will take you farther than you ever thought you'd go. Uh, It'll cost you far more than you ever thought you'd have to pay. Preacher, you ought not preach like that. Listen to me tonight. Let's just be real with it. Alright? You understand tonight there is a roaring lion. Honey, there is a devil out there. Honey, that came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Young women and young men, you better pray about who you're with. You better pray about who God wants you to be with. You understand tonight we need to seek the faith of God and say God would you send me who you want me to be with don't jump at the first train coming by neighbor because it might not be going to the place where God wants you to go honey my question tonight is can you make it without your Abraham can you make the right choice because we've got Bible tonight that says that Lot did not make the right choice we find according to the Word of God, he found himself down there in Sodom, and we know according to the Word of God. Did you read what the last part of verse 10 said? Uh, the last part of verse 10, the Bible says, Before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, 
as thou comest unto Zor. It looked good on the outside. It had a good appearance. But it's not what's on the outside that counts. <laughs> I'm trying to stay right here, okay? So you just pray the preacher will... Uh, stay right here. Uh, you understand tonight, honey, the Bible teaches concerning King Saul. Uh, the Bible teaches that he was head and shoulders about all the other Israelites. Uh, and they saw him uh, and the people wanted a king. Uh, honey, but do you know tonight whenever they uh, Samuel anointed him, uh, he opened a vow. Uh, and he anointed him with the oil, honey, that came out of a vow. Honey, but can I tell you what that was? Honey, that was man's choice. Oh, but thank God. There on the backside of a pasture field, keeping sheep, was a little old ready boy. He was the eighth son of Jesse. And his name was King David. And can I tell you tonight that whenever God had anointed him, honey, I want you to know, listen, honey, that Samuel went to Jesse's house. He started with Elim. He started with the oldest son, went down through one through number seven. And Samuel said to Jesse, have you not another? And he said, I've got but one more. Old Samuel said, go and get him. I'll not sit down until he cometh. Can I tell you tonight, church, we need to realize it's not what's on the outside that counts. Honey, do you know tonight that God told the word in the word of God? Honey, God said, honey, that he looks on the inside. Oh, preacher, what are you? saying I want you to know tonight it's not about this it's not about that you know something tonight honey there is a place there's a commercial out now that talks about this dreamland talks about these basketball players every one of them can dunk every one of them got this ability to do this and to do that and then it goes on to say that it's fiction it's a television program can I tell you tonight out here in the real world your good looks is not going to put bread on the table. Amen. Your good body is not going to be able to lean unto the Lord. You hear me and you hear me well. Honey, we better make sure that we pray before we say. We better make sure that we're in the will of God. Honey, because we'll find ourselves making the wrong choice in the way of God. Neighbor, you hear me and hear me well tonight. Honey, that when we get away from God, when we get away from the house of God and the Abraham in our life those mentors that we can lean to and say well would you pray for me about this situation I'm going through this struggle can I stop right here tonight and tell you you don't have all the answers and no matter how you feel we need one another tonight can you make the right choice well preacher what do you what do you mean by that tonight I just want you to know tonight Simply that, again, I want to requote what I quoted just a minute ago. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, and the end thereof are the ways of death. I don't have the answers. You don't have the answers. But God has all the answers. Look with me in verse number 12. We see in verse number 11, the Bible says, Then Lot chose 
him all the plain of Jordan. Look in verse number 12. Not only do we ask the question, can you make the right choices? But I ask you this question. Can you make the right course? What do you mean, preacher? Look in verse 12. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan. And now you understand tonight, church, that Canaan land, it represents a way of higher living for the Christian. It does not represent heaven, but it represents a place of fellowship and being in the will of God. And Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain. Look at this last statement. And pitched his tent toward Sodom. Can I tell you tonight how you're going to fall? I've already got the answer. You will fall in the direction that you're leaning. If you're leaning out of the house of God, when you fall, you will fall out of the house of God. Remember, honey, that young man, Pastor John preached about dangers of being asleep. Do you remember that message Pastor preached just a few weeks ago? There, Eutychus, I believe was his name. That young man in the third story loft of the building, he was asleep in the window. And the Bible teaches that he fell from the third floor. Do you know why he fell out the window? Because that is the direction that he was leaning. Do you understand that if you're leaning to the right and you fall, you're going to fall to the right. If you're leaning to the left, you're going to fall to the left. Well, preacher, that's not rocket science. That's right. But we ought to be able to look in our own lives and recognize the course that we have chosen and the direction that we're leaning. If we're leaning toward a music that uses the Lord's name in vain. If we're leaning toward music, honey, that's drinking on this and drinking on that, then we're leaning in the wrong direction. If we're leaning toward friends, honey, that doesn't use the Lord, that doesn't lean on the Lord and has no use for the Lord, then we're leaning in the wrong direction. Can you choose the right course? Preacher, that seems pretty simple, you would think. But your adversary, the Bible teaches your adversary came to seek. Now listen to me. Your adversary is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's not going to devour everybody. There's some that stays with the sheepfold. What do you mean by that? I'm saying tonight, if you separate yourself from the church, then you are slim pickings. Oh my. I'm not trying to upset nobody's apple cart, but you can't live the Christian life on your own. You understand? We need one another. We, am I in? We need one another. Look. I'll not be long much longer. Not only can you make the right choice, not only can you make the right course, oh, but we'd like to leave you with this question. Can you make the right change? Oh, what do you mean, preacher? Look in verse 13. The Bible says, But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceeding. Well, preacher, why is it tonight that that verse should make me question if I can make the right change? Well, let's 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 rewind things a little bit. Abraham, or Abram, if you will, was a God-fearing man. Abram was a man who sought the Lord. Abram was a man who was rich in cattle, rich in gold, rich in silver, rich 
rich in livestock. He, God had given him many fruit because he followed and done the will of God. Now listen for a moment. Can you just imagine for a moment that whenever Lot got away from Abram, he might have got out on his own a little bit. He was out there in the plains of the city and he pitched his tent towards Sodom. And the Bible says in verse 13 that, it was, that these men were wicked. Can I tell you tonight that there should have been some flags going off in Lot's mind. I'm not with Abram anymore. There should have been some bells and whistles of going off and should have said you ought to be uncomfortable down here with these Sodomites. You ought to be careful down here with the Kesson, with the middle school crowd chair down there behind the bleachers. You ought to be uncomfortable down here. These men are wicked. And the thing that Lot should have done, he should have packed his tin up. He should have packed his herdman up and said, let's go back home. Neighbor, we better be careful the decisions that we make. I've got children. They're going to have to make their own decisions. But I promise you, I promise you Daddy's going to give his input. Right now, Kaylin's not looking at me. I'm sure she's rolling her eyes and I ain't got my glasses on to see if I'm right or not. You say, preacher, why? Now, there's a few teenagers here tonight and I'm not trying to offend any of you, but y'all think you know it all. Y'all don't believe it? Just ask them. Parents, am I right about it? Boy, oh boy, y'all are louder than the kids. <laughs> Preacher, what are you saying? I'm saying, can you make it without your Abram? <laughs> can you make it without your mentor in your life? Listen, church, we're, I'm telling you, this world is wicked. This world is evil. Our children need to see parents live godly. Our parents need to see church folk live outside what they say they live inside. Oh my. I need to preach right there an hour, don't I? I mean, you understand, if we testify to one thing, it ought to be what we guide our life by outside of the house of God. Amen. Yeah, I appreciate them three of you that agreed with me. You understand tonight that we are, listen, mom and dad, mama and papa, we're in a volatile situation. I mean, if we're not careful, it could go either way. I mean, we're in the tipping point of society. Either our children could follow in our shoes and live for the Lord, or they could say, I was drugged to church. I don't want nothing to do with God. And they could be just just like Lot, pitch their tents towards Sodom and lean away from the will of God. Can you make it without your Abraham? I mean, listen, let's be honest. My son is 20 years old. He thinks he's got it all under control. But he's starting to figure out. Already, thank God for God pulling back the, amen, thank God for God opening the blinds and opening the curtains and starting to show Him. Preacher, what are you saying tonight? All I'm trying to get across tonight is we think we've got it all under control, but the truth and the fact of the matter is we can't do anything without the help of God. 
You remember in the beginning of this text as we read, uh, Brother Brown, Sister Wendy, if you all would get ready, Brother Andrew, if you'll get ready to come, do you remember that the strife sprung up between Lot's herdmen and Abram's herdmen? Isn't that what the Word of God said? So that tells me Lot living under Abram was prospering because of his relationship with Abram because of their relationship with the thrice holy God. Well, preacher, I never really thought about it like that. But they allowed a strife between the herdmen to cause some division in the family. Oh, my. Neighbor, you better be careful who you allow to cause a strife in your family. You better be careful who you allow to cause a strife in your home. Oh, my preacher, what are you saying? All I'm simply trying to do is use the Word of God and preach what God has laid on my heart tonight and get us to understand tonight that everybody that says, Lord, Lord, is not going to heaven and just because it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, and it does not mean it's a duck. You say, preacher, why? Because it could be a goose. Amen. You realize tonight, if we're not careful, honey, we will try to make things right on our own and out of the will of God and before we know it we've made the wrong choice we've chose the wrong course and we cannot make the right change now go with me to the book of Genesis 19 verse 4 I believe is where I'm going I'm going to read this or verse 14 Going to read this, and then I'm going to ask Brian and Wendy to sing for us. Brother Andrew, if you would, would you make your way up here, brother? And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. I want you to look at this statement, church. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. Well, preacher, why? Why are you sharing that with us? Because he didn't have the right change. See, he compromised. Whenever he started accepting what's going on down there in Sodom, hey, I'm still preaching, by the way. When he compromised, he showed his family uh, that I'm not as uh, sold out. Uh, I'm not as old time religion. Uh, I'm just a little wishy-washy. Preacher, do you really think that's what happened? The Bible teaches that his sons-in-law mocked at him. You know why? Because they knew he didn't have the goods. They knew that he wasn't sincere in his service to the Lord. Oh my. And young man and young woman, when you go into your school tomorrow, when you go into your workplace tomorrow, men and women are watching for you to be able to walk the way that you talk. Men and women are watching, mom and dad, whenever you go into your place, into your home, people are watching to see, well, it's one thing for them to act like that down to the church, but let's just see how they really live. Oh my, 
Preacher, what are you saying tonight? I'm just asking you a question. Can you make it without your Abraham? Can you make the right change? Nah, preacher, I can't make the right change. Can you make the right course? Remember, Lot was leaning toward Sodom when he pitched his tent. He might have sat down in that tent and he might have just said, I think I'll just sit here and watch the people. You ever, you ever watch people? Now please don't raise your hands. Some people are people watchers. And that's okay to be a people watcher. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But if you watch people long enough, oh my, you'll see things that will just make you shake your head. Huh. Preacher, what are you saying? All I'm simply asking you tonight is can you make it without your Abraham? These young people that are here in the house of God, these young people that call Union Valley their church, they need some parents. They need some elders in the house of God that will pray for them. They need some people in the house of God that will be what they say they are. Can you make it without your Abraham? Can you make the right choice? Can you make the right course? Can you make the right change? Stand with me tonight, Brother Brian, Sister Wendy, as you come. The Bible teaches tonight. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Say, preacher, I've heard you preach this before. Then act like you didn't. Hear it before and let God speak to your heart tonight, okay?